Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Welcome to our episode. My name is Asher, and I am your host, along with my mom, Kristen. Hello. Let's dive into our delicious episode today. We love to eat this cuisine when we have large gatherings with friends, and it comes from a special place in our home country, the United States of America. USA! It's savory, sweet, filling, full of flavor, and it's so delicious... And it can melt in your mouth. Asher, could you introduce this cuisine? Texas Barbecue. This barbecue is the different method of preparation for a barbecue that is special to the state of Texas. Meats like brisket, pork ribs, or sausage are common to Texas barbecue. But the beef brisket is possibly the most beloved barbecue meat in Texas. There are also side dishes that are usually served with the meat kind of like Korean barbecue when we have panchans. Oh yeah. And panchans in Korean mean side dishes. Texas is the United States' second largest state. The Texas name comes from a cattle Indian word, techa, which means friend. The capital of Texas is Austin, which is also known to be the live music capital of the world. At one time in history, Texas used to be its own country. From 1836 to 1845, Texas was an independent nation. It is also known as the Lone Star State. But later in 1845, Texas joined the Union of the United States. But the nickname Lone Star State still lives on to remember the independent spirit of Texas. Barbecue is like a way of life. Kind of is like that with Korean people too. Korean barbecue is a big part of gathering. It's not exactly the same, but kind of similar. Absolutely. Just like we always say, even though every family and every culture is different, we can always find things that are similar in other people's cultures that we can relate to. So every part of Texas has its unique style of barbecue. There's East Texas, Central Texas, South Texas, and West Texas. First, the most popular types people are used to around the world are Central Texas and East Texas barbecue. 
But Central Texas barbecue is most widely known and what most people expect when they go to barbecued restaurants outside of Texas. Got it, boss. One of the most important things about Central Texas barbecue is simplicity. Some pit masters will add a little bit of garlic powder or cayenne, but the traditional rougher brisket is salt and black pepper, which focuses on bringing out the flavors of the meat. Oh, yes! Dry rub is a mixture of different spices that is rubbed directly to the meat. After it is dry rubbed with different seasonings or spices, it is cooked for hours in smokers over oak or pecan wood. Smokers? Like smoke that comes from fire? Yep. Let's take a minute to learn about what smoking meat really means. Yes, Master. So smoking meat can add a lot of interesting flavors to get the most out of your barbecue. You have to find the best wood for smoking your meat, and that makes all the difference in the taste and flavors in the end. And it gets very complex. Not only does the type of wood make a difference, but how the wood is cut and shaped can make a difference in the taste too. So different wood makes different tastes. Once the meat is in the smoker, it can cook up to 12 to 20 hours. That's a really long time. Central Texas barbecue involves cooking over indirect heat. Indirect smoking is using lower temperatures rather than placing the heat directly underneath the meat. So barbecue is not like grilling. No, 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 no. Yes, because for grilling, you use direct heat. By putting the meat right on top of the heat. Yes, so most of the time at home, we cook our meats right on top of the heat. But in this case, for central-style Texas barbecue, the hot air and smoke is slow-cooking the meat. It's often labeled as low and slow. Mm. Mm. So this style of barbecue is really focused on the flavors of the meat. So sauce is served on the side and it is not as important. Some would agree that it sort of ruins the flavors of the meat. Mm. Yeah, it's like a dip. I like mine with sauce though. Mommy usually likes to appreciate the true flavors of the meat, so I'll hold off on the sauce. Next is East Texas Barbecue. East Texas Barbecue also follows the slow and low heat methods. In fact, the meat is cooked to the point where it falls off the bone easily. Oh yeah! This style of barbecue usually focuses on pork and beef with a sweet tomato-based sauce. This sweet sticky sauce is very popular today. Ribs are covered in a tomato-based sauce that also has some vinegar flavor to it. East Texas barbecue is usually chopped, not sliced. They use a lot more pork than the other regions. The meat is usually served on the bun, the way I like it. Yes, they have a heavier focus on sauces and meat sandwiches. And they have more sides to add to your meat, like banana pudding. Yes! East Texas barbecue is typically cooked over hickory wood. This wood creates a bacon-like flavor. Mmm, bacon. (laughs) 
Next, South Texas Barbecue. South Texas Barbecue is mostly influenced by Mexican cuisine. The southern style is very similar to barbacoa, which is a Mexican style used for beef, lamb, and goat. Some of the sauces and rubs used in south-style barbecue uses chilies, cumin, garlic, and other spices. And the barbecue is often served with tortillas, beans, rice, and salsa. A traditional way to cook the barbacoa is in a pit dug when lined with stones and bricks and a large mesquite fire is started on the bottom. It is now quite hard to find restaurants that cook in this traditional style even in south of Texas. I could see why it's so much work. That sounds so cool. Reminds me of a Fijian Rova we talked about in one of the first episodes. Oh yeah! Every culture has their own way of hosting a barbecue and Southern Texas barbecue does not fall short when it comes to complexity. South Texas barbecue is also known for using mesquite wood to cook the meats. Mesquite? Sounds like a mosquito. <laughs> there are lots of mesquite trees in Texas and it creates a very strong earthy flavor. Mm. Who knew so many different types of wood exist out there? West Texas Barbecue. It is sometimes called the cowboy style. It traditionally uses a more direct heating method rather than indirect heating, which is slow and low, like we talked about earlier. The meat is seasoned simply and placed directly on the flame. And it's usually chicken, (laughs) turkey, sausages, ribs. Mesquite wood is also typically used for the Western style. And because they are not using the low and slow method, the cooking time is faster since they are using direct heat. Yeah! Let's learn about the fun side dishes that pairs nicely with Texas barbecue. Oh, I know. My favorite, mac and cheese. Yes, that's a very standard side people like to eat their barbecue with. But traditionally, Texas barbecue used to be served with plain white bread and maybe some onions, maybe some pickles. But nowadays, our family's personal favorites are mac and cheese, baked beans, collard greens... And mommy likes coleslaw. I do, but that's not one of Asher's favorites. Texas barbecue sides can also include green beans, potato casserole, cream corn, hush puppies, and more. Desserts might include banana pudding, peach cobblers, or pecan pies. So if you're going to a Texas barbecue restaurant, it's a fun experience because it's so casual and everyone's there to have a good time. As soon as you arrive, you better stand in line because a good Texas barbecue restaurant will always have long lines. 
Then you order the meat you want by the pound. The meat is usually served on a metal tray on butcher paper. There's no plates. Then you go and order your sides, but it's recommended that you get the bigger sizes to share with your family or friends. That way, everyone can try some together. Hooray! And if you're dining at a Central Texas barbecue restaurant, they might not have many sauce options. But if you really need the sauce, then fine, you can have them on the side. <laughs> The restaurants usually have picnic-style tables, and it is very family-friendly. Definitely our family's favorite places to go with the group of friends. We were so busy talking about the food, we didn't talk about the history of Texas barbecue. <laughs> yep, guess this is what happens when you're recording a podcast hungry. Just like many dishes around the world, Texas barbecue was influenced by immigrants that came to settle in the United States during the mid-19th century. The immigrants were from Germany and Czech, and they brought over the butcher shops. And since this was a time before refrigerators were invented, whenever there was meat they couldn't sell, they would smoke the leftovers as a way to preserve it. And people liked it so much, became very popular, and the rest is history. I feel like we're just scratching the surface of the details of this topic. But for the sake of time, let's end our episode with some jokes as we always do. Can I go first? <laughs> okay. I have two. What did the sheep want to eat for dinner? What? A barbecue. Oh, like a barbecue, but barbecue. <laughs> Got yeah. it. Okay, so you have another one. Go 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 go! What did the waiter say to the family at the barbecue restaurant? What? It's nice to meet you. <laughs> I get it. Okay. My turn. Okay, go. What do you call a robber who steals your lunch off the grill? What? A hamburglar. <laughs> Hamburger, hamburglar. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on another fun episode. Please don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a review. By leaving us a review, it helps our podcast reach more people around the world so they can also become globetrotting explorers. Stay tuned for another fun episode next week. Until next time. Bye, Q. Bye, Bar. Bye, Bar. Bye, Q. Friends, are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, little golden books, 
Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.